This is the scene from the financial capital of India, Mumbai. On April 18, Apple opened its first flagship store in all of India. Amid huge fanfare, CEO Tim Cook was there to celebrate this milestone. He also opened up an Apple store in New Delhi, the capital of India. It was Tim Cook's first visit to India in seven years. And a lot of people may be saying, okay, why is he going in India? What this tells me is if they're opening two retail stores within 48 hours of each other, they see data that the Indian consumer is ready to afford Apple products. The Apple iPhone is a status symbol for a lot of youth and everyone wants to have the best brand on them. And they're very brand savvy, all these millennials as well as Gen Z. iPhone is their most aspirational phone. CEO Tim Cook actually traveled to India because of the massive opportunity that he sees out in India in many respects. The reason really underscores Tim Cook's vision of India, that he sees it as a key market for the future in two ways. Firstly, for the consumers and, and the growing appetite for consumers there to buy more expensive phones. But secondly, he sees potentially a very key hub for Apple in terms of manufacturing those iPhones in the future. Whenever people talk about Apple, the iPhone quickly becomes the main story. The iPhone remains the company's most important product. Its revenue exceeds the combined revenue of iMac, iPad, and other products and services. iPhones are manufactured and made in, in quite a complex way because the supply chain is so diversified. So Apple designs entire product in-house, but it doesn't own a manufacturing facility. So Apple might get the, the chips that power the iPhones made in Taiwan by TSMC, uh, which is the world's largest contract chip manufacturer. However, the screens for the iPhones might come from a range of supplies in, say, Japan and South Korea. Got those memory producers out there and the likes of Samsung, among others, that help kind of produce the, the displays, which are among the most expensive um, components. In a nutshell, it takes manufacturing bases spread across several different countries to produce a single iPhone. Three Taiwanese companies, Foxconn, Pegatron, and Western, are major players in iPhone production, where the assembly is done and shipped worldwide. Apple has been manufacturing older models of iPhones in India since 2017, but only a very small fraction gets produced there. In 2022, only about 3.5% of the world's iPhone were made in India. India produced more than 6.5 million of the 200 million iPhones made globally. India wants its factories to eventually produce 25% of the world's iPhones. It's a goal that analysts at JP Morgan say the company could reach by 2025. Well, Apple began assembling the flagship iPhone 14 in India last year, and it was the first time actually that the company produced its latest devices in the country so close to its initial launch. Currently, only around 5 to 7% of iPhones globally are made in India. The major factor behind Apple's decision to diversify their production was they saw the impact of some of these disruptions in China that had to do with their COVID zero policy and a recognition of how vulnerable they were if they didn't have kind of a broader supply base. Without that broader supply base, they had production shortfalls which impacted their sales, which they might not have suffered as much had they had multiple sources. Being in India is vital to Tim Cook and to Apple for the production, right? We saw that at the end of 2022 with the lack of iPhone 14s, you can buy specifically the pros, those high-end, 
Couldn't find them anywhere, and that was because of the China issues. So moving to India, moving out of China for production, vital. In addition to that, there are geopolitical factors at play right now that also needs to be accounted for. And that's also kind of created a lot of risk out there for the supply chain and for Apple. And an additional reason why a company like this needs to kind of um, shift some of their manufacturing capacity outside of China here. India is also keen to attract foreign investments. Narendra Damodaras Modi. When Prime Minister Narendra Modi came into power in 2014, he initiated Make in India campaign. The campaign aims to promote the country as a global manufacturing hub and attract foreign investment for new industries. Apple's partner Foxconn, which recently announced investing $500 million to set up manufacturing plants in India, has also been awarded tax benefits. In his first state visit to the US this June, Modi met several top CEOs, making a pitch for investments in India. He really cares about India because he's, he's pushing us to make significant investments uh, in India, which uh, it is something that we, that we intend to do. He wants to be open, he wants to be supportive of new companies, obviously, but in the same time, make sure um, it accrues to India's advantage, which is obviously th that's the job. <laughs> Real exciting to see the progress, his commitment towards the economic growth for India, and uh, we are glad to be partners in the journey. Incredible discussion and great state visit, I think. Plans to further expand in the country? Well, you know, we opened two stores there when I was over there, and we'll, we'll see, but uh, I think it's a huge opportunity. It's just too expensive up until now, basically, for many Indians to be able to afford Apple products. Can you guess what Apple's phone market share is in India, Brian? No. 4%. 4%? 4 4%, and that's because- That's not a lot of percent. So Apple hasn't quite yet cracked the smartphone market in India. It has just about a 4% market share. Android and in particular Chinese smartphone players are dominating the Indian market because they provide quite low cost handsets, but with very good specs that are appealing uh, to the Indian consumers. Still smartphones priced under around $400 account for a huge bulk of the market. And that's where the Chinese players like Xiaomi have been very dominant. Well, I think the secondhand market has been really very good for Apple because what it does is it brings customers into their ecosystem, into using their software and using some of their applications. And by the way, some of these three, five-year-old iPhones, they're really still very capable phones and to the extent that they can run the key apps and make those people Apple customers, maybe those customers can graduate to new iPhones over time. If people are buying secondhand phones that are not the top of the line phones, they're still buying AirPods. They're still buying iPads. They're all buying all around the ecosystem, which is what obviously Apple and Tim Cook want. The middle class is growing, and that's why I think in order for Apple to be successful there, it very much will come down to price point. Listen, 95% of smartphones in India are Android phones, many of which are Chinese companies, uh, Chinese smartphones. So it's going to take a lot of work to convince customers there that they should switch to Apple. Moving more iPhone manufacturing from China to India sounds like a good idea on paper. In the real world, it's plagued with serious challenges, infrastructure, talent, and regulations. Number one is infrastructure. I realize there's a lot of construction of infrastructure going on in India now, but 
China built a lot more infrastructure, especially in support of export operations when they could. And、uh, India is really, frankly, quite far behind them, and that means. Things for ocean shipping,、uh, container shipping of cargo, air cargo, and so on, and road transport to efficiently move goods around. So infrastructure is a big problem. As far as finding, you know, the, the workforce out in India and kind of finding the right talent out there, again, it, it's going to be extremely difficult. It might be kind of their most toughest challenge out there, and you know, we do think they are looking to kind of. Get employees in different areas of the world, bring them to India, and try to create the right atmosphere. Get the right people to kind of get on board and try to resolve that issue. But it's not something that you can necessarily solve overnight. It's a multi-year kind of、um, effort for the company. There's not necessarily a solution out there. It's one of those things where it's something they're just going to have to work work through and work hard through. For Apple,、uh, most difficult has been. Having a more control over its suppliers in India, it's a more of a democratic country, and there are state-level regulations, there are federal-level regulations. So obviously, there will be a lot of issues which is to be actually ironed out by Apple or Apple suppliers when they set up their facilities, when they look at for talent or hire the talent, increase their wages. India is so important to Apple because it gives the iPhone maker a new manufacturing hub to diversify away from China, where there are many risks. Also, India could unlock hundreds of billions of dollars of new sales for Apple, as well as create hundreds of millions of new Apple users. Whether Apple can succeed, only time will tell.